So today we go through a video of a mother watching as her young child vandalizes the American flag. A CNN analyst says that those who opt out of vaccine should be given more difficult lives with required weekly testing. And CNBC makes an excuse for inflation, calling it a good thing, as now we have higher wages. We can get to all this and more in just one second, but please drop this video a like, subscribe to the post notifications, and click all the buttons. It helps out with the algorithm. Also, if you become a Patreon or if you become a channel member, I will give you a call to say thank you because the show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Now, let's get right into this. So this is video of a mother watching as her child rips up an American flag from some innocent, probably Patriots, lawn. This is why, I mean, I want you guys to comment below. In my opinion, this is why leftists as a whole should not really have children. And I guess that, that explains why they support abortion so much. Um, it's just disgusting. This, you know... This kid is obviously being indoctrinated by her, by his mother, by the family, because like, if I was to do this while I was with my parents, I would get beat upside the head. It doesn't matter whether, even if it was ripping up a Bernie Sanders thing or even ripping up a communist flag, it's like that's not what you do. That, that's 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 not how civilized humans should behave. It's not your property. You're not within your rights to do that. Also, your young developing child that is now learning, it's okay to rip up the American flag. It's okay to rip up anything. It's okay to go on people's property, take what's not theirs, rip it up out of the ground, and destroy it. All while the mother watched. That is, and they call Republicans deplorable. Really, they, they call us deplorable. For putting an American flag out there, we get called deplorable. But when mothers... When families indoctrinate their kids into this hateful ideology, that's I guess that's okay. This poor kid doesn't even know what they're doing. Uh, hopefully, one day this kid will get red pilled. Uh, we'll, we'll, we will welcome him. We will welcome him with with proper res, you know parenting and proper respect and and teach him how to live a good life. And I mean, it looks like the mom might be saying something. I doubt the mother is not saying anything. Let's see if there's any more to this story. Um, I think it was just pretty much a video. Um, they both came out to stop as a child ripped an American flag out of the ground and threw it down. The mother stood, watched, and waited for her son to finish. Typically, when a mother is to witness her child to, uh, doing uh, something wrong, she intervenes and tells the child no. Instead, she passively stood and watched as if it was a normal occurrence for the pair, as if she had taught him to uproot American flags whenever they can be found. Worst of all, the flag belonged to someone else. Regardless of whether or not the mother agrees with its symbolism, she is condoning vandalism in her child. Absolutely disgusting and disgraceful. What else do we expect? Um, I don't think we expect much more. The disrespect for the American flag has been growing immensely over the past several years. A video reason, like, why, why are you even in this country? Why are you enjoying the beauties of this country if you hate the fundamental principles of this country? You hate the country as a whole and you hate the freaking flag. Why are you here? Why? It's another thing I don't get about illegal immigrants that come from Mexico. They come here from Mexico. They flee Mexico. They flee the gangs. They flee the, the corrupt government. They come here. Granted, not all of them. A lot of them, come, they, they come here for, for a better life, fleeing their shithole country. And they come here, and there's a lot of them, not all. There's some of them that come here and, and respect America and, and become American. The ones that don't, 
Uh, they're still doing the Mexican national anthem at their sporting at, at, at soccer events in America. They, they, it's like they're showing more respect to the Mexican pride and Mexican heritage and the Mexican country. But it's like, no, like you want to come here, at least come here and be American. Like you, you fled, you literally fled your country for a better life. Instead of going down with the ship, instead of um, maybe patching the holes of the ship, you fled to go somewhere else, and yet you still want to act like uh, you care about the place you came from. Grow, grow up, you know. Yeah, you come to America. You, you should. You're American. You know. We, we there's no actual nationality of this country. We're just the melting pot of everyone from all over the world, and it should be the people coming here should be coming here out of their own free will because they love it. If you, if you don't, then maybe go back to your country of national origin, ethnic origin. Go back, you know? Hey, we we don't want you here. America should be a place of all people who want to work hard, entrepreneurs. That's kind of pretty much what it was. I said now we're a welfare state of spoiled white liberals as well who just have immense disrespect for the flag because they probably never left their three-block parameter from when they were born, a perimeter. So this is a video of a CNN analyst basically saying people who are not vaccinated should not have uh, freedoms. Let's watch. Overcoming disinformation. And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. Real quick, she's saying it needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Why? Be and she's going to say it's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But it's she's literally suggesting that unvaccinated people should not be able to do things that everybody else should be doing. At some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. That is what is. So if you don't get vaccinated, you got to sign all these forms, sacrifice your freedoms, do this, do that, and the other things. So this way you can join the rest of society. In no way, shape, or form should the government ever have the power to ever do something like that. It's going to take for us to actually end the pandemic. All right, Dr. Lena. But it's for your safety. It's to end the pandemic. She's a doctor? Hold on. End the pandemic. All right, Dr. Lena Wen. That that is from a that is from a doctor. This is why this is why I don't like going to going to hospitals. Know your doctor. Have a personalized doctor. Make sure they're not a not an idiot. Now let's see what uh, let's see if, if we got anything else uh, brewing here. Wynn claims that getting vaccinated should be the easy choice, of course, not by making vaccines physically easy to obtain, but by making harder to not be vac to, to be unvaccinated. Danilis said that those who chose to opt out should be required to fill out more forms and to be tested twice a week. According to Own, this is not the first time that a CNN analyst has shared rhetoric encouraging of forced vaccines and curtailed freedoms. If all other employees at a company were vaccinated, why should why would it be important to test the one unvaccinated worker twice a week? This would simply be a waste of resources and a futile attempt to push an, an outdated and incorrect narrative. Many are still clinging to the pandemic uh, narrative as different disinformation regarding the Delta variant is spread. Uh, the indication, okay, whatever. What would you do if they were trying to force you to get tested twice a week so this way you can leave your house? That's the quickest way to a civil war. I, I, I guarantee that. So CNN runs a headline, inflation silver lining, high salaries. And it also said the upside to inflation 
is rising wages. That was the previous title of this article, the upside to inflation, rising wages. I mean, how long before we, we, we get articles saying that bombing children's schools in Yemen or, or whatever or in the Middle East is actually good for the environment? How, how long before we start seeing articles like that, that they can take something so negative and try to flip it to be positive? Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're making these articles for the lowest common denominator, for the stupidest people in America. Uh, they're like, well, at least, you know, oh, I might have to pay an extra 10 bucks to fill, an extra 20 bucks to fill up my car. But hey, at least I'm making an extra five bucks a week. Jeez. Now, they since actually changed the headline of this article to it's not certain rising wages will be enough to outpace inflation. They actually changed the name of the article. I'm assuming they probably did this after uh, they got called out for it. Um, let's see, updated. They changed the headline about four, about like eight hours later after they posted it. So let's read what it says. As inflation takes hold, wages may increase too. The question is, will it be enough to outpace the rise in prices? See, this is this is why. Hmm, it's almost like they're they're kind of almost figuring out why we were fighting against high taxes, why we were fighting against increasing minimum wage, while we're fighting against all these things because one, it's gonna increase and ramp up inflation. It's almost like getting paid minimum wage is the bare minimum one could get paid in this economic system and that things will naturally start to adjust to make that minimum wage worth the same value as if it was the minimum earnings allowed, if you catch my drift. So let's see, as the economy picks up in the wake of COVID pandemic, Concerns of inflation are gain, gaining steam. Already, I, I wonder if this is the original article or how much edits were actually made. I forgot the websites to, to look up where the original article is because uh, there definitely was updates made. Um, let me see. What, what is it? Internet? What is it called? Um, Internet Archives. Let's see if let's see if there's uh, something over here. Give me one second, guys. I'm sorry. I don't like. Uh, yeah, I can't find anything. So the uh, let's see. One of the major challenges for employers, along with finding workers, is to retain their current employees. And one way to do so is offer current employees a new opportunity and increased pay. Now here's the thing. No one wants to return to work because they're getting paid more money from the government to not work. And my advice to people out there who are still working, work now and work hard. Why? Because now is your time to get the leg up. When all the, the peons, when all the, the, the little sheep start returning back to work, they'll be working the minimum wage job. You, hopefully, will be their manager, will be their supervisor, will be their superior. You will, you will be running those sheep because you're the one one of the few that stuck it out to continue working for the company. While everyone else was partying and blowing their stimmy checks on Louis, Gucci, Vuitton, and going on vacations and traveling, you were working hard because it was the right thing to do and you want to be a productive member of society and because you're not lazy. You will be rewarded for such. You will be rewarded in the grand scheme of things. And the people who are living off of stimmy checks are going to be extra lazy, they're definitely not going to return back to work. They're definitely not going to want to work for $15 an hour when they're getting $5,000 a month from the government between state and federal. 
Uh, so let's see. In the power struggles between workers and employees, the balance has shifted in workers' favor, he said. We haven't always seen that in the past. And here's the thing. It's so funny how the Democrats, well, mostly Yang, was campaigning on UBI. People need UBI. We need UBI. Well, you got it now, and look how unproductive this country is. We literally told you it's going to make everyone less productive. That's literally what happened. So let's see. Um, there's going to be a lag, Weaver said. And prices at the gas pump or grocery stores may change very quickly, but you might not get that raise for a year. Corporations are often slow to raise wages, especially if it's costing them more to buy raw materials. Uh, they'll be f uh, fleeing a profit squeeze, and the last thing they want to do is pay workers more. That's a sticky situation we're getting into. Uh, why wouldn't companies want to pay workers more? Um, because as uh, the cost of buying raw materials goes up, we see what shrinkflation we're seeing inflation. We're seeing um, cost of goods cost the same for a lower amount of the good because raw materials prices are increasing, um, and inflation's hitting. Uh, workers need to get paid more, and it's so stupid because the people, the the minimum wage workers, do not realize. I mean, this is why they're minimum wage workers. They don't understand and they don't realize the economic. Uh, distress that comes from increasing wages and making things more expensive. It's like, oh, wow, you might be getting an extra 200 bucks or an extra 100 bucks in your pocket a month, but guess what? You're going to pay an extra 300 bucks a, a month because, or a week, whatever it would be, because now gas prices are up. Now, because your cost of living is going up, food's going up, rent's going up, everything's going up now because you wanted X, Y, Z, because you wanted this little bit of socialism. So how do you get out of it? Oh, just make wages increase some more so I can afford it. Then everything goes up even more. Just increase taxes. We need more taxes so I can get more welfare. Then the prices of everything goes up even more. And the socialists and the Democrats put themselves in this perpetual cycle of nonstop, uh, I guess, cost increase and cost to operate while increasing laziness, while in decreasing freedoms, increasing government control. They put themselves into this never-ending cycle, and it's just going to constantly be what's going to happen. It's going to be owned and run by the big mega corporations. Those are the only people that can afford to pay above minimum wage. Uh, they're the only ones that have the infrastructure to even get, I guess, the raw materials for, for cheap. I mean, look at Applebee's versus a mom-and-pop restaurant. Applebee's could probably give two, two S's if half their food goes missing because they're, they're getting food in such incredible large bulk where it really does not even matter if, if like, like they, they can sacrifice a lot. Like, like they can have multiple freezers go bad, and it'll be like nothing happened. Whereas a mom and pop shop, if you have a freezer go bad, you know you're you're in you're hurting you're hurting. That's the difference. And dem and these socialists and these Democrats and these Bernie Bros are literally probably the stupidest people in America, and they do not realize the the outcome of what they want and the consequences of what they want. They don't because they never worked real jobs. They never been in society. They never contributed to the economy in a way where they understand in any sense of way how the economy works or how small businesses work. They don't. They're just unexperienced, and they don't want to listen to the people who are the working class. They don't want to listen, and they will rather just sit back and listen to the corporate media, and they'll rather listen to the big tech companies and the multi-trillion dollar corporations and the multi-trillion dollar industries. They'll rather listen to them, tell them what's going on in the world and how they should think.
Thank you guys for watching. Please like, subscribe, and location sign to be every single day. Listen to the full episode of the podcast, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. If you become a patron or a supporter or a channel member of mine, whatever it is, I'll give you a call to say thank you. Just give me about like maybe like a week to, to get around to the calls. Um, click all the buttons, like, subscribe, five stars, whatever you got to do. Uh, it helps out the algorithm, helps the show grow. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.